Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Today we are in Matthew chapter 12, and we'll listen to our guest reader Roy Hansky read the 50 verses of Matthew 12. Roy has ministered on Denver Christian Radio here in Denver since 1985. He is currently a co-host on the Breakfast Table Show on KPOF 910 AM. Let's listen to Roy Hansky read Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and he began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, and those who were with him? How he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. He went on from there and entered their synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand, and he asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? So that they might accuse him. He said to them, Which one of you who has a sheep if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not take hold of it and lift it out. Of how much more value is a man than a sheep? So it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And the man stretched it out, and it was restored, healthy like the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him how to destroy him. Jesus, aware of this, withdrew from there, and many followed him, And he healed them all, and ordered them not to make him known. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved with whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel nor cry aloud, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not quench until he brings justice to victory, and in his name the Gentiles will hope. Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to him, and he healed him, so that the man spoke and saw. And all the people were amazed, and said, Can this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, It is only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, that this man casts out demons. Knowing their thoughts, he said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can someone enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods, unless he first binds the strong man? Then indeed he may plunder his house. 
Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A good person out of his good treasure brings forth good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you, on the day of judgment people will give account of every careless word they speak, for by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest, but finds none. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house empty, swept, and put in order. Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits, more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first so also will it be with this evil generation. While he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and brothers stood outside, asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. In 2007, I wrote about this chapter. Jesus defends his disciples' actions by referring to, Have you not read? He is referring to 1 Samuel, not the Torah, the five books of Moses. In verse 7, he quotes Hosea. He verifies the whole Old Testament, even referring to Jonah, three days in the belly of a whale. I continued to write in my journal. For all the good Jesus is doing, the Pharisees accuse him of being satanic. There is no neutral ground with Jesus. He who is not with me is against me, he says in verse 30. Rejecting the Holy Spirit is rejecting the only power to save. Jesus was sacrificed for sin, and he is the redemptive Lamb of God. The Holy Spirit is the one who convicts the world of sin and draws us into truth. By rejecting him, there is no other way to accept the redemption of Jesus at the cross. So over and over, Jesus defends, he quotes, he verifies the Old Testament. 
Think about how many times you've been asked, do you really believe that Jonah was swallowed by a whale? Well, not only do I believe it because it's recorded in the book of Jonah, but I believe it because even Jesus defends it right here in Matthew chapter 12. Let's look at what Jesus has to say about Jonah. In verse 40, For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The power of the story of Jonah is not just about the repentance of Nineveh. It's foretelling the story of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. No wonder so many people try to discredit the story of Jonah. And let's go back to the context of the, quote, unforgivable sin right here in this chapter. What's setting this up is the Pharisees accusing Jesus of casting out demons by the power of Satan. So they are denying the power of the Holy Spirit and attributing the works of the Holy Spirit to Satan. So blasphemy is attributing to Satan what is accomplished by God. That is unforgivable. Jesus says it this way in verse 30. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven either in this age or in the age to come. My English Standard Version Study Bible in the footnotes on this verse says something that will help us clarify the matter. It says the sin is attributing to Satan what is accomplished by the power of God and doing this through flagrant, willful, and persistent rejection of God and His commandments. This sin is committed today only by unbelievers who deliberately and unchangeably reject the ministry of the Holy Spirit in calling them to salvation. Jesus concludes the matter by saying the tree is known by its fruit. All you had to do was look at the miracles of Jesus and you'd know that it was not satanic or demonic. Then he says, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. There he is condemning the Pharisees for saying that he is of the devil. As then, it is the same today. People know us by our fruit. How's your fruit? Is it good fruit or bad fruit? And not only are we known by our fruit, we are known by what comes out of our mouth. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The mouth can only speak what's in our heart. Verse 35 says, The good person out of his good treasure brings forth good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. And it gets a little tougher as he closes out this part of the chapter. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give an account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Lord Jesus, you remind us in this chapter, whoever is not with me is against me. And how will we know? By the fruit that we bear, either good or bad, and by what comes out of our mouth, because that reflects what's in our heart. Lord Jesus, help me line up consistently in my life so that I am with you and not against you and that I can bear good fruit and that my mouth would be controlled by what's in my heart and that's you and the Holy Spirit. 
Help me, Lord Jesus, to be consistent for you. In your name we pray. Amen.